From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the government raises healthcare service crisis status to the highest level as thousands of doctors walk off the job in protest of the government's med school admissions quota hike plan. Foreign Minister Cho Tail is set to begin a four-day trip to the U.S., which includes taking part in the U.N. Security Council meeting in New York. And the presidential office vows to sternly respond to fabricated content late of April's general elections after a fake video of President Yoon sung yeol spread across social media. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Daniel Tran. The government has raised its health care service crisis status to the highest level of serious after thousands of doctors walked off the job this week to protest against the government plan to raise the medical school admissions quota. The government on Friday came up with a series of measures to mitigate the impact on the health and lives of the people. Our Yoon So-young has more. The Ministry of Health and Welfare made the decision Thursday night to raise the health care service crisis status to the highest level of serious starting at 8 a.m. Friday, explaining that the collective action of the trainee doctors group is increasingly threatening the health and lives of the people. This is the first time the government has put the nation under the top-level alert mode due to a medical service issue. Under the elevated crisis level, the government's response to collective action is being overseen by the Central Disaster and Safety Countermeasures Headquarters headed by Prime Minister Han Deok-soo. Han on Friday held a meeting of the Central Disaster Headquarters, saying that in response to the elevated crisis level, the government will extend the operating hours of all public health care institutions to the fullest extent possible on weekdays and expand services for consultations on weekends and public holidays. He also said the government will create Metropolitan Emergency Situation Offices, overseeing the transport and transfers of intensive care patients and emergency cases early next month in four regions to ensure those in need can receive timely treatment. In addition, it was announced on Friday that the government will fully allow the use of telemedicine services until the interns and residents end their collective action during a press briefing by Second Vice Health Minister Pang min Hospitals will also be given financial support to hire more temporary workers. Additionally, on-site local inspections of emergency medical institutions are being made. Interior and Safety Minister Lee Sang-min on Friday visited the Kimcheon Medical Center in the North Gyeongsang region to inspect the local emergency medical system in preparation of the influx of patients to public medical institutions. According to the Health Ministry, as of 10 p.m. Thursday, nearly 9,000, or almost 80 percent, of trainee doctors nationwide had reportedly submitted their resignations, and 7,800 of them had left their workplaces in protest of the government's plan to increase the medical school admissions quota. Yoon Soo-hyang, KBS World, Radio News. Meanwhile, steps to determine the quota increase for each medical school are underway as the government sent out a formal request to the schools to apply for a quota increase. The Ministry of Education on Friday announced official documents have been sent to 40 medical schools requesting they apply for the increase in the 2025 academic year quota. The government will accept applications through March 4th before making a decision on the specific quota for each school. Education Minister Lee Juho said that the government will allocate a higher number of students to medical schools outside the Seoul metro area as a principle while comprehensively reviewing the capacity and quota request of each school as well as the respective region's need for essential medical support. 
Professors at Seoul National University's medical school and its hospital said this weekend would be the crucial time to resolve the current situation amid trainee doctors' collective action over the planned increase in the medical school's admissions quota and urged the government to show willingness to engage in talks. In a statement on Friday, an emergency steering committee of professors said while they plan to persuade trainee doctors to return to work, they will join the collective action if the government fails to respond. The committee said they are certain that the limited medical services being provided will not last more than 10 days, adding that they will do everything they can to prevent the collapse. The nation's nurses said they are being forced to illegally give patients consultations and perform other doctors' tasks to fill the vacuum caused by the mass resignations of trainee doctors over the planned increase of medical school admissions quota. At a press conference on Friday, the Korean Nursing Association said a call center for nurses experiencing difficulties amid the vacuum had received 154 reports as of 9 a.m. Friday. Nearly three-quarters came from general duty nurses, while about a quarter were reported by physician assistants. According to the reports, the biggest predicament the nurses faced was receiving orders to conduct illegal tasks, such as giving patients consultations, assisting doctors with surgical procedures, and issuing prescriptions. Foreign Minister Cho Tail is set to begin his four-day trip to the U.S. on Friday. Cho, who will be making the visit on the heels of a trip to Brazil where he attended the foreign minister's meeting of the Group of 20 Nations, is scheduled to attend on Friday a meeting of the U.N. Security Council in New York. The foreign ministry in Seoul said that Cho plans to underline South Korea's role in promoting world peace and security at the upcoming meeting, which will be held under the theme, Maintenance of Peace and Security of Ukraine. Attention is being drawn to the message Cho will relay regarding the Russia-Ukraine war and on the military cooperation between North Korea and Russia. Friday will mark the first time South Korea's foreign minister personally attends a UNSC meeting since South Korea began its two-year term as a non-permanent member of the council on January 1st. The presidential office says it will sternly respond to fabricated content after a fake video of President Yoon sung yeol spread across social media ahead of April's general elections. Presidential spokesperson Kim Soo-kyung revealed the stance in a briefing on Friday as she expressed hope that all of society will work together to stop the spread and reproduction of fake videos out of the elections. The fake video of the president, which was previously reported to be AI-based deepfake content, was created by piecing together parts from a televised speech Yoon gave during his 2022 presidential campaign. In it, Yoon is shown saying that he has damaged the nation and forced people into agony. Earlier in the day, the Korea Communications Standards Commission convened an emergency review subcommittee and approved a request from the police to delete and block the video. According to a Gallup Korea survey of 1,003 adults nationwide conducted between Tuesday and Thursday, 34% of the respondents positively assessed President Yoon sung yeols handling of state affairs, up one percentage point from the previous week. 58% of respondents were dissatisfied with state affairs, with no change from the previous survey. Yoon's approval rating, which tipped to 29% during the first week of February, has been seeing a gradual increase. 17% of those that expressed approval cited his diplomacy, while 9% cited the government's planned expansion of the medical school admissions quota. Among those with a negative assessment, 16% cited the economy and livelihoods, while 12% mentioned Yoon's unilateral decision-making. The survey had a confidence level of 95%, with a margin of error of plus or minus 3.1 percentage points. 
An attorney for Kwon Do-hyung, the disgraced co-founder of cryptocurrency firm Terraform Labs, has reportedly said Kwon will continue the legal battle to avoid extradition to the United States after a court in Montenegro ruled he should be extradited to the U.S. on fraud charges. Goran Rodic, Kwon's legal representative in Pogorica, expressed intent to appeal to overturn the ruling, claiming the court failed to assess the facts of the case correctly without elaborating further. He reportedly told Bloomberg News on Thursday that he is convinced that the decision will not hold up in the appellate court and will fail just like the two previous attempts. The remarks came a day after the high court in Montenegrin capital of Pogorica permitted the extradition of Kwon to the U.S., rejecting South Korea's request for its extradition. If Kwon is extradited to the U.S., he is expected to receive a heavy sentence. In South Korea, the maximum sentence for economic crimes is about 40 years, but experts say that he could be sentenced to over 100 years in prison for financial fraud in the U.S. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. This has been Daniel Chan.